Welcome back to another installment of Fortifying Your Faith. I'm Haston Hanley, and I'm glad that you could be back with us today as we take a few moments and consider a, a topic that really each of us should have, and that is a sense of urgency to seek the lost and to teach the lost and to uh, really do a whole lot of uh, everything. And as we seek to build up one another and to encourage one another, this is something I feel that each one of us as Christians ought to uh, develop if we don't already have and to strengthen if we do have. And as we think about all of this, I encourage each one of us to take the time to uh, develop a sense of urgency. And all of this stems from a uh, an idea that we have found in the New Testament, both in John chapter 1 as well as Luke chapter 15. Now, I want to give us a little bit of a background on a true sense of urgency, especially for seeking the lost. Now, this is a story that has been mentioned and brought down from uh, really since it happened in 1926. But if any of you are familiar with Agatha Christie, she is a, or was a very prolific mystery writer. And as she wrote many books about solving mysteries and things like that, uh, she became very, very well known. Well, on the night of February 3rd, or rather December 3rd, it was a Friday of 1926, uh, the novelist was last seen and would uh, not be seen for another 11 days. She went upstairs that evening somewhere around 9.30 p.m. and gave her daughter a kiss on the forehead. Later that evening, she walked downstairs, got into her car, and disappeared and would not be seen for 11 straight days. Now, when we think about all of this, and we think about a, uh, a crime writer who's disappeared, we would normally think that you would have to have a, a fairly decent need to go and seek someone. Well, the English uh, police officers and police force decided to put over 1,000 policemen and assign them to the case, along with countless hundreds of civilians who were looking for her, as well as the first time an aeroplane was used uh, in searching for this rider. Eleven days later, they found her just a couple miles away from her home, staying under a false name and truly getting away. Now, when we think about how desirous the uh, the people were to find Agatha Christie when she just went away for a little while, we have to think, how much more should we be desirous of a soul? We never know when someone is going to uh, leave this life. We never know when the last conversation that we're going to have with someone might be. And so as each of us consider this idea, we have to realize the sense of urgency that there is for seeking the lost. And as we bring this idea around and begin to 
consider this idea. We have John chapter 1, the greatest idea that we have and the greatest example that we have of wasting no time trying to seek the lost. And as we consider each one of these, I would like for you to open your Bibles and to uh, truly consider what is being said. And when we begin to read the book of John, uh, we come down to verses uh, 40 through 46. And as we read these, we see the sense of urgency that is portrayed within this text. We find Christ teaching and uh, has just talked with John the baptizer. And two of John's disciples begin to follow after Christ. Well, whenever we get to verse 40, it says, And one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Now, we know a lot more about Peter than we do Andrew. But Andrew is the one who first heard Christ and who first decided to follow after him. But we see the sense of urgency that Andrew had that we also should have. In verse 41, it says, He first findeth his own brother Simon, and saith unto him, We have found the uh, Messiah, which is being interpreted, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus, and when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, thou should be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. Now we find Andrew having that sense of urgency to go and to have nothing stop him from telling those that he loved about the Christ. It says before he even began to follow after Christ, he went and found his brother. Later on, uh, it really, if we pick up in verse 43, we find another example, this time with Philip talking. And it says, uh, The day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee, and findeth Philip, uh, Philip, and he said unto him, Follow me. Now Philip was a, uh, of Bethsaida, a city, uh, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael, and said unto him, we have found the one of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there be any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said unto him, Come and see. Do we have that desire and that urge to go and to teach and to talk to those that we are so closely connected when we begin to think about seeking the lost. I don't know how many of you keep up with uh, 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 social things and, and happenings that go on around the world. Uh, really, I, I don't keep up with too terribly many of them. But this past uh, Sunday, there is a very well-known basketball player that passed away, Kobe Bryant. He passed away uh, because of a helicopter accident. Now, the most shocking thing that I find is so many people who say they talked to him just uh, right before he got onto the helicopter, never thinking that that would be the last time that something like that would happen. 
They never thought that that would be the last time that they would see their friend or their co-worker or their inspiration. We also find uh, stories, maybe in each of our lives, of someone that we have come into contact with and we might have even begun speaking about the Bible, only to shortly thereafter have them pass from this life. One story that uh, hits home to me is I met a man while working a secular job. I spent all day working with him and talking with him and even some about the Bible. Well, the next morning, he didn't show up for work. About three hours go by and we find out that he had a car accident coming into work and he died that day. The sad news is we never know when it might be that we uh, do not have the opportunity to teach someone. And so we always, in every aspect of our life, should have that sense of urgency to go out and to teach and to encourage and build up and also to uh, try and teach someone about the Christ. We also have the sense of urgency in seeking the lost found in Luke chapter 15. Luke 15 is a passage and a, a section that truly talks about lost things. So uh, there are three parables, one that many of us know and two that often gets overlooked. The first one is uh, the shepherd with a hundred sheep. The second one is the uh, woman with ten coins and the third one is the prodigal son. And as each one of us consider these parables, we should put ourselves in their shoes and look and emulate the sense of urgency that they have. Luke chapter 15, starting in verse 3, says, And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it. And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he cometh together, uh, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Now, the whole moral of this parable is summed up in verse 7, saying, I say unto you, uh, that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety-nine just persons which need no repentance. There ought to be that sense of urgency and that sense of uh, ought, if you will, to go out and to teach and to try and bring one lost person to the truth and to to. Uh, the light and the life. Now, as we consider all of this, we think that one shepherd decided to do nothing else but to go and to seek the one that is lost. What is stopping us from going and seeking? You see, that is something that uh, you almost feel in the world today you have to be specialized in. You think, well, maybe I'll talk to my friend who's better at this than I am. 
Well, we see more importantly that the one that was closest to this sheep went to go find it. Along with that, we find uh, in the following verses, verses 8 through 10, another parable. Christ says, Either what woman, having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle, and sweep the house, and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. You see, we shouldn't just simply walk outside our door and say, Well, I don't know anyone that's not Christian and give up. If we take anything from the parable of this woman, we ought to go with the understanding of saying, She lit a candle. She swept the house. She did everything that she could to find that coin. When we consider the world today, and when we consider losing something today, what do we do if we lose our car keys? We usually rip up the couch cushions. We look under everything. We look in our uh, pants. We look everywhere. Do we have that same sense of urgency to find someone to teach them the gospel? If we do not, then why not? Now, I want us to think about those two parables for just a moment before uh, we think about the third one. As we consider everything that this shepherd and this woman has done, why shouldn't we as Christians, try and emulate them. They have done nothing, or they have let nothing stop them from seeking what is lost. More than anything today, we let ourselves stop us from seeking what is lost. So many times we have it that we're too afraid to go and talk to someone. We're too afraid to do this or that. Well, we shouldn't be afraid because we're trying to bring joy to heaven and we're trying to bring a lost soul to the truth. When we sit down and read verse 8, or rather verse 10 of Luke 15, it should also ring an idea in our minds. It says, Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Now, I want us to consider something today that we really need to consider. And that is truthfully the thought of it doesn't have to be someone who has never uh, obeyed the gospel. Both instances here, it talks about a sinner repenting. Well, I would like for us to look at James chapter 5, verses uh James 5, verses 19 and 20. I thought that was right. I just wanted to look before I said it. But James simply puts it like this. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his ways shall save a soul from death, and shall hide a multitude of sins. As we consider what James is saying here, 
It doesn't just have to be someone that has never heard the gospel that we're going out and seeking. Just as importantly, the people who were once faithful Christians, who have fallen away, who have rejected the truth, or just who don't do anything anymore. Those souls are just as at stake as those who had never heard the gospel. And as we think about converting a sinner from the error of his ways, that fits just as accurately with someone who once was a Christian and who has fallen away as it does to someone who has never even heard the name God. As we think of all of this, we ought to have the sense of urgency that all of these people had. The sense of urgency that says, I'm not going to let anything stop in my way. I'm not going to let anything hinder me. Have the same sense of urgency that the English people had when Agatha Christie went missing. They instituted something that had never happened before so that they could simply say, we have tried everything to find this woman. They even brought in people uh, like the author of Sherlock Holmes, and they brought in all kinds of people trying to say, this is, in fact, the only place she could be. But I want us to consider something. If they did that for one person who was missing for 11 days, what is stopping us from doing that for someone who has either been missing in the uh, services for years and years, and what's stopping us from doing that when we know, truthfully, when we know that their eternal life is at stake? All too often we kind of forget about the fact that if someone is not a Christian, then they will not be in heaven for all of eternity. So what's stopping us from going out and seeking the lost and teaching the lost? Sadly, for many, it's that sense of urgency. And so I encourage you, each one of you, and myself included, to take time and to develop that sense of urgency and realize the fact that we need and we ought to go out and to seek the lost and not let anything stop us in our way. And so I hope that this has been beneficial to you. I hope that you've been able to be built up, to uh, maybe have a fire lit under you to keep on going, or to get up and go. But more than anything, I hope that this has encouraged you to go out of your comfort zone maybe, and to talk to someone that you know that needs to hear the gospel. I hope you will tune in with us next time as we sit down and study the Bible some more and seek to build each other up. And so I hope that, once again, this has been beneficial towards you and for you. And always, I, I hope to see you on the next podcast, and I pray that you will Continue to pray and study on your own. And until next time, I'll see you then.